Good morning. On this Monday morning, I want to welcome you to our Golden Nuggets Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you're just joining us this morning for the first time, we have been doing our devotional time concerning intercession. This has been one of almost 20-something different types of prayer that we have been learning and studying from. Today, as we continue on intercession, we made mention yesterday that we would be speaking a little bit about Noah, Daniel, and Job. Yesterday, we had talked a little bit about Moses, and we had also talked a little bit about Samuel. And these individuals were individuals that had learned how to intercede on the behalf of pending judgment that would come either on individuals and or on a nation or nations. And here, in this one particular section of scripture in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 14, verse 14, we just want to briefly go over it, since there's still so much material to cover on intercession, interceding, and intercessors. We also talked about the qualifications of an intercessor, Jesus being our example, our best example that we can find, but we can still learn from the other men in the Bible as they had also learned how to intercede. The scripture says in Ezekiel 14, 14, though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord. Verse 15, If I cause a noisome beast to pass through the land, and they shall spoil it, so shall it be desolate that no man may pass through it because of the beast. Verse 16, Though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters, they only shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate. Verse 17. Or if I bring sword upon the land, and say sword goes through the land, so that I cut off man and beast from it. It says in verse 18. Though these three men were in it. This is the third time that it mentions concerning a pending judgment that will then take place in the land. If these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord, they shall deliver neither their sons nor daughters, but they only shall be de delivered themselves. And then in verse 19, <clears throat> And if I send pestilence into the land, and pour out my fury upon it in blood, to cut off from it man and beast, once again, for the fourth time, verse 20, though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, it, in it, as I live, saith the Lord, they shall neither deliver son nor daughter, they shall but deliver their own souls by their righteousness. Verse 21, for thus saith the Lord God, how much more when I send my four sword judgments Upon Jerusalem, the sword, the famine, the noisome pestilence or the noisome beast, and the pestilence to 
cut off from it man and beast. Now, we've just read just this one section in the book of Ezekiel. But, but if you look carefully, Noah was a man that lived during the time before the flood and a man that lived after the flood. He was called a preacher of righteousness. That means that he told the people of his time of the pending judgment that was coming. Most likely he had learned how to intercede or pray because at least his sons and the wives of his sons and his own wife were spared. A total of eight people that were able to enter into the ark. Now I want you to catch this. They were able to be spared. Yet God said, in this judgment that is coming upon Jerusalem, only you yourself, if it was either Noah or Daniel or Job, would be spared, but not even their own sons or daughters or their own family would be spared. That's quite an indictment there. Now, of course, like I said, there's so much more to make. And, and say, now Daniel, he lived during the time before the Babylonian captivity and then lived during the Babylonian captivity. The pending judgment that was going to come upon the land. He was a young man at the time and he learned to truly intercede, touch heaven and receive visions and interpretations and understanding that today we're able to study in the book of Daniel because of these things. But yet, not even his three friends that were thrown into the fiery furnace would be spared, except just Daniel himself. This shows the level of commitment that these individuals had separated themselves to so that only God would deliver them because of their righteousness, the way that they were living. Now, if we look at Job, Job was accused by Satan himself. He was tested, and he came out pure at the end. At the end, God tells him and tells his friends to ask for prayer, and he prays for them. After all that they had said, all that they had spoken contrary to him, he prays for them, but yet these would not have been spared had he prayed during the time of the pending judgment of Jerusalem at that time. So we learn from these three men, yet they were able to go through certain things and help break through so that others could also be spared. But at the end, God says, even if these three individuals were in the land during the time of this pending judgment, they will not be spared except individually. That, that is a, a mind boggler to think about that. How serious was both the judgment and how the integrity of their lives before God was that he would spare them. 
Consider that. Consider that profoundly because do we truly have people like that today that are so committed and yet the judgments that are pending upon this earth that will come during a great tribulation one day who knows who is going to be able to intercede and who's going to be able to break through let us pray that we not be found during that time on this earth going through such hardship because the judgment will be even greater than that which was passed on Jerusalem. It will be a judgment that will come upon the whole earth. And believe me, man has never seen, has never heard, has never gone through anything such as this. If this pandemic has set a lot of people to put their alarms spiritually, to turn them on, and then they've been set off like, okay, warning, 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 danger. This is nothing compared to the future. This is not meant to scare us, but this is meant to prepare us that there is a pending judgment upon this world and our lives must be right before Christ so that when he does come, we may be counted worthy. Did you hear that? Counted worthy to stand before him. Father, I pray that the words of the simple devotional may open the understanding of the heart and of the mind of each of our listeners today. May they take it to heart and may, Father, the word come alive in their hearts to be able to do doers and be doers of the word and not just hearers and listeners. This is my prayer for them this night, this day, and this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.